Hello, and welcome to episode 47 of the Digital Theory Podcast. This is a show where three regular dudes talk about video games and assorted geekery. This is Mark, and as always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Ryan and Micah. How are you doing this week, guys? Good. Mark, that was a good introduction. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Fantastic you. Fantastic introduction. I'm doing well, Mark. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that, guys. I've, I practice in my free time. Well, it's paying off. <laughs> That's right. You guys have a good week. Yes, sir. I got quite a bit of gaming in this week. What about you guys? Yeah, I got quite a bit in quite a bit in as well. Uh, I got a little bit in. It's been kind of a crazy week at work. Um, but I will say the gaming I did get in was quality. So a uh, little, little tease for the future. Hey, I, I, I have a feeling this is going to be a good episode. I can feel it. Yeah, I've, I've actually been excited for some of the stories I found uh, to share with you guys. So I've been nice. looking forward to this one. Well, nice. why don't you kick us off then? Okay. Uh, first, uh, I'm going to, Mike, I might need your help for the introduction. Um, we're going to go bring in our new segment, The Rumor Round. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rumor Round. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, you just got to record that, my guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rumor round. Um, so, uh, Mike, I think you mentioned the new GTA trilogy remaster coming out last week. Um, yep. And today I found an article on Comic Book um, that says there's a pre order page that went live on base.com um, that had the price listed at any guesses? Uh, forty nine ninety nine. All right, Ryan. Uh, let's go, man. I can't remember what I said the first time, but I'm gonna go fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I think oh. actually I said full price last time. Yeah, and I think I dropped it down. So yeah. I think we flip. Well, uh, you boys are both incorrect. Ooh. The price point they were asking was sixty nine ninety nine. Oh my god. <laughs> um so still day one for you fellas not not now yeah not at 70 um the page has been taken down but um (laughs) but nothing nothing's confirmed here's Um, the thing though i'm not i'm not i'm not willing to put it past rockstar to have done that legitimately and then take it down but but did it on purpose to gauge public's reaction yeah I yeah. can see that 100%. But I could also see Rockstar just saying, hey, it's going to be 69.99. Yeah, deal with it. <laughs> yeah, and just walk away. So this article goes on to, to say that it's pretty unlikely that they'll ask for $70 at the time of release. Uh, they give a couple of reasons why basically it being um, it, it's going to release native gen uh, or it's going, to re- it's going to release to the uh, current to last gen as well as current gen um, and it's going to go to the switch um hmm. and that was like one of the reasons that there's, there's a couple of reasons that they that comic book doesn't seem to think it's pretty unlikely they'll, they'll ask that i'm just curious how that's going to be on switch i think it could work yeah i'd be I, if it well the reason that uh, here's my take the fact that they're putting it out on switch means that I'm probably not going to get the remaster experience that I'm looking for. That's mm-hmm. my concern point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like 
I mean, for something like GTA, that's something that personally I'd rather play on like a on like the Xbox or or, or PC. Right. So with a little bit more power, you know. Yep. Plus, um, it seems like a weird thing to play on on a, on a Nintendo console, you know, just on paper, anyways. Right. But wow, seventy bucks, huh? Seventy bucks. Yikes! It's inflation, guys. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, so I can keep going and go into what I have next, or if you, one of you guys, want to go. You know what? Roll with it, Mark. Yeah. Okay. So we're so excited. We don't want to. Yeah. This. These. These are pretty interesting topics, I think. Um. So if either. Does the game company Pearl Abyss uh, ring a bell to either one of you? No, Pearl sir. Abyss? Yeah. No, can't say that it does. So they made um, Black Desert Online. They're making Crimson Desert. Okay, yep. Um, and they're also making this game called Doke V. Um, I don't really know. I cannot describe this game and do it justice. Um. So I'm on their, there's a trailer on YouTube and stuff, but I'm on their, like their actual website. And this is the description of the game that they have right now. Come face to face for the first time with the creatures living among us. V is a creature collecting open world action adventure filled with intriguing stories and set in a unique, vibrant world. Befriend the adorable B that gains strength from, that gains strength from and encourage people's dreams and get ready to embark on an adventure. But the gameplay looks it, it looks very unique. Um, Man, that sounds... Uh, I mean, le- it, it's legally distinct, but it just sounds like a Korean Pokemon. That's what everyone's saying. Yeah. Um, it, it looks pretty sweet, though. I'm looking at the some of the screenshots. It looks wild. The, the graphics are insane. Yeah, like the backgrounds? Yeah. I mean, I'll... I'll, I'll... I'll say that I'm uh, intrigued by this. Yeah, that's that's about where I'm. At. I'm intrigued. You know, yeah. I I don't know that I'd buy it day one, but I would if it comes out and has good reviews, I'd probably buy it. Yeah, that's one of those that I'll wait and hear. So, yep. did it say what this is going to release on? Did I miss that? Um, I was looking at their website to see if it said anything, and it doesn't. And there's not even a release date or anything. Um, okay. But I'm assuming I I'm assuming like you know PS5, Series X, PC. That's what it's looking like. Maybe the switch somehow, some way. Maybe it's gotta I don't know. go. It's they, that's got to like, go on Nintendo. But I gotta say, I mean, the graphics look you know, a little too intense for a Switch. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I don't know how you can roll this out though without going on Switch. I, I, I don't well, know that Nintendo would even let that's, it come. Yeah, to that's Switch. yeah, that's my point. Yeah, Nintendo would be like, uh, no, get your <laughs> get your Wish dot com Pokemon out of here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's just I, I I don't know that game. I wasn't I didn't really care about it the first time I saw it, but the, I just kept thinking about it. So I thought it was at least worth mentioning. Yeah. <laughs> so the other game I had found, um, which is definitely not on Switch, uh, and and might it's not out yet, but it looks like it might be able to scratch that cyberpunk itch. Uh oh. Have you guys ever heard of Vigilance Twenty Ninety Nine? I'm looking that up right now. Yeah, it's on Steam. Uh, So this is a description straight off the store page. 
Uh, it's an open world single player action RPG video game where you'll play as a bounty hunter in a dense cyberpunk city. Earn money and customize your gear. Explore the city with your vehicle by air or ground or opt to tra traverse on foot. And it takes place in Prey City. It's very cyberpunkish. Yeah. Did they? I feel like they showed like some clips of this at a game show recently. Yeah, I, I actually saw the uh, how I found DoKV. It was in the same video where I found this. Okay. Game. I want to say that this was on like the PC gaming show or or something here recently, and I I may have seen just a very brief clip of it but it looks great if you go on steam and just like watch the trailer and just just listen to the music uh, it sounds straight out of blade runner oh that's awesome well i mean that <laughs> i know it, know i know I it lends itself you guys know how i feel about blade runner and cyberpunk so you know i'm definitely interested in this mm -hmm. but what were you saying mark oh i was just gonna say you know i, I know the, the setting of cyberpunk lends lends itself to take a lot of inspiration from cyber or from blade runner but right but man this looks it looks good it does look really good actually have you guys got the chance to try the ascent mm, i think I, I think i have it installed but i haven't tried it yet okay that's another one that's in a cyberpunk setting um and it's a pretty interesting game I've heard I've heard good things about it so far. I think. Yeah, you just kind of got to get used to. I'm that not a big I'm not a big fan of twin stick shooters, so you kind of got to get used to that. But other than that, the world the world uh, building is really great. I say, isn't that more of like a combat shooter game? Yeah, it's like a little twin stick isometric shooter. Yeah. But yeah, I'll put this on the list as well. Wish list is growing, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, mine has like 80 something games on it now. <laughs> but I really get the email from Steam every week. Yeah. I that's but I kind of just throw them on there just to like a game that I'm interested in, just to see if it ever goes on sale. Right. Yeah. Keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, but that's all of my news this week. So well, fellas, yeah. you know Rest on your shoulders. when uh went on sale this week too. So I know someone someone sent us an image of that. So Micah, I I was expecting you to pull the trigger. Yeah, I know. I uh, I didn't pull the trigger on that one. I did get another game that I've had on my wish list for probably over a year. Uh, Do tell. And I'll talk about, I've been playing a little bit this week, but oh, okay. I picked up uh, Disco Elysium, and I'll talk a little bit about that when we get to our what we've been playing. Uh, <laughs> give you a little tease. It's really good. Okay, so I was going to say, depending on your thoughts on the game, uh, I was gonna either buy it after this, after we recorded tonight, or not buy it. I would, I would, I would definitely buy it. Okay, there you it's go. A, it's an easy buy for me. Um, even more so that it's so heavily discounted. And we're recording this on the 14th, so if you're listening after and it's not on discount anymore, I'm not technically a liar in when we're recording this, but I will be a liar in the future. So, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely worth buying. Sweet. Very nice. Um, I only have one bit of news this week. I haven't really been paying much attention to the gaming space. Um, and the only reason I know this is because it's work-related, or it's going to be work-related. Um, but next week, on the 19th, 
uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla's discovery tour is coming to owners of the game. Um, I don't know if you guys have used the discovery tour at all for Origins or Odyssey, um, but it's the it's kind of like a um, interactive history lesson version of the game where uh, they take out combat, but they put in history lessons and recreations of areas from the past. Um, and I use it as a tool when I teach about those eras. Um, now that I no longer in uh, AP teach about the Greeks and the Egyptians in any detail, uh, we, we start a little bit later. Uh, I will be using this to talk about middle-age Europe. So I'm pretty excited for it to launch. That's pretty cool that they offer that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and what's even cooler is that uh, if you don't own the game, and I know this is the fact for Origins and Odyssey, but you can pick up the Discovery Tour mode for 20 bucks just by itself. All you have to do is just have a console that you could obviously take to your class and, and use in your class. That's cool. So I'll be, be jumping uh, in that. Uh, next week and making some uh making a lesson for it nice that's pretty exciting yep yeah yeah i like it i've been waiting for it for a while so glad it's finally out or coming out yeah is that all you had that's it i've been kind of uh saturated with work this week no worries man just having a good time Oh man, I'm having a, a ball. Well, I'll uh, I'll kick us off then for my section here. But um, as always, I have to cover the PS Plus free games. Um, this one's a little bit different. So instead of just three regular games um, in November, Sony has announced that they will be giving double the free games. That's what I heard. Release. Um, the trio will be PSVR games. So mm-hmm. if you have a PSVR snag those if not um I, i've seen a lot of people say just go ahead and snag them so if you ever decide to get a vr you have three games that you can just go ahead and play for free exactly yeah especially um, with you know i'm sure psvr the price will be coming down there i know they're talking about the uh the successor to it coming out in the near future so right um but they haven't exactly released what games are going to be released just that three additional will be um hey man i mean you can't so we'll be see. free you can't be free no i think it's worth the price yeah for sure <laughs> for sure easy it's an easy buy but um so that's the quick um one item i have the other one is actually i'm i'm pretty interested to see you guys take on this um and it's going to kind of transition into what I've played this week. Uh, but I wanted to bring it up. So KFC is back in gaming. Hey. Gaming news. You guys heard awesome. that they're back? I haven't. I, I so, missed them, though. Uh, I remember we did an episode titled Extra Crispy. We and did. That was about KFC gaming. And they said it was a real thing. And I've yet to see one. Um, yeah, I haven't either. Anyway, so apparently they kind of went, they kind of ghosted us after that. Well, the uh, problem was that we talked about it and they just got way too much attention after it being featured on our podcast. That, it's, our, it's really our fault. Yeah, sorry, everyone. Yeah, so apparently what they've done is they sent out a tweet suggesting that Turtle Rock's new Black, uh, Back for Blood game is a cheap copy of Left for Dead, which was also developed by them. Um, uh, come on kfc 
<laughs> so uh interestingly enough um the developers responded back and said alert 11 herbs and spices and still no taste yikes <laughs> oh that's good that's real good <laughs> it's just kind of it's just so bizarre to me that KFC came out of the blue and decided to tweet this. You know what I mean? Oh, that's weird, man. Like, like what where they, is what have they produced? Yeah, Nothing. where's the chicken warmer 4K machine? You know, they still I mean? say, well, here's the problem. They still haven't figured out how to deal with the grease issue. That's probably true. I'll say uh in terms of KFC in the gaming world, they're over two. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 came they resurfaced and got punched right in the face. Yep. Yeah. After they instigated, they they started it for no reason. Yeah. So KFC. Needless to say, things got a little spicy. Mm. (laughs) I see what you did there. I like it. Yeah, you like that? I do. Oh, but anyway, so back for blood. Um, I purchased it. Uh, Martin, you purchased it. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the well, reviews coming from I got, it, I got sort it of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You purchased it. We'll give you. We'll give you some credit. Uh, so the reviews are saying that it's um, it's got like mixed reviews so far as what I'm reading online. Oh, really? Yeah. You guys agree with that? I've 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 only like played it today. Okay. So how, did you get very far into it? We'll just kind of transition because that's one of the items I've been playing this week. Um, so I have not completed Act One, but you're on the what? last portion of Act One. Well, I think so. That's um, exactly where I'm at. And then I've done some swarm mode. So what are your initial thoughts on it? I I I kind of I mean I really like I like campaign a lot. Um, I don't really have really any complaints campaign mode. Um. Swarm mode, uh, I really was. I, it's not that I don't like it, but I really liked in Left 4 Dead the versus mode. You like the survivors like had to progress through the map to get mm-hmm. to another safe house. Uh, and and in the in the swarm mode in this, you this the cleaners um, just hold out in one area, uh, and it's based it's based off how long you survive. And then the, when you switch teams, if the other team beats the time that like the, let's say like the cleaners the first round lasted two and a half minutes and then the new ones all they have to get to is two minutes and 31 seconds and the round's over mm. yeah okay that's kind of a change yeah it's different but yeah. and then each match uh it changes it changes maps and it gets a little harder so you can like upgrade your if you're the ridden you can like upgrade your attack and defense and your mobility and stuff and then you can upgrade like the horde and so like the next round it spawns more horde in general but then you can also you have like some more i don't know what they call their currency to like upgrade with but you have you get more of that so you can dump more into upgrades and and make everything a little stronger so it gets a little harder but interesting okay so what do you think about um strictly the gameplay like the you know i'm talking about like how does it feel I think it feels all right. Uh, I think when you first start the game, the sensitivity is ridiculously low. Um, but I mean, I've really, I didn't have, it's so much better than the beta. I mean, obviously, but, but yeah. like the beta was like really, um, at least for me, it was like almost 
basically unplayable. Um, so I'm kind of like comparing it against that. All right. But, I'm just curious because I was going to tell you what I thought of it. Yeah, I was going to say, what are your thoughts? Um, I think it's going to be an excellent multiplayer game where like, you know, a group of guys can just sit around and play. Like, I think it's going to be excellent for that. Yeah. Um, but I do kind of agree with KFC a little bit on, I feel like it's kind of a copy, which, you know, I know they made the other one, but I don't know with it being next gen, I was just expecting a little more uh, depth in the game. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of thought, I thought the whole idea though, was that it was supposed to, it was, it was supposed to basically just be another left for dead game. Just yeah. made under a different title. And like I said, I think it's going to be a blast. I don't, you know, I don't regret buying it by any means. I think it's going to be a fun game, but I don't know. I was just expecting a little like, I was like, oh, next gen PS5. You know, I do like the adaptive triggers. That is pretty cool. But so you, so you got it on PS5 and not PC? Correct. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, I, I think it's going to be fun. I mean, it's, it's Left 4 Dead. It's, yeah. know, it's the same play style. Um, so I can see where they're coming from with that. Because of myself, I was expecting a little more, I don't know, a little more realism in, you know, the shooting and things like that. That's fair. I I, I don't know. I, to be honest, I, I didn't really know what to – I didn't really have any, like, specific expectations for the game. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't – I mean, I was excited for it, but it wasn't one that like, I really, like, kept up with. So I really didn't know what to expect or anything. So I, I don't really have anything – like, yeah, I didn't really have any expectations to begin with. That and I got one more thing that I'm I'm conning them on. Um, I've heard the people say the same thing over and over, and I'm only I'm not even finished with the first act. Like when they're yelling. Oh really? Yeah, they don't have like a a large database to pull from, I guess. Yeah, after they took out all the. Yeah, after they took out the, <laughs> all, the all the language. Racism. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, that, you know, that would drive me nuts if it's just the same you know flavor screams over and over yeah i don't know so, i mean i think it's gonna be a great game like i said so i got a, a question for you this is just me stirring the pot um yep. but I, I there is i mean there is a legitimate question here this is for both of you so I will, i'd like both your takes so after playing it uh yeah i know it's brand new so they're gonna obviously fix you know if there's any technical issues with it but uh, as of now, are you glad that they made Back for Blood, or would you have preferred a uh, a remake of Left for Dead One or Two? Mm. I know that's right. <laughs> yeah, if I had to pick between Back for Blood and a remake of Left for Dead One or Two, and not like a new Left for Dead game, I'd pick yeah. Back for Blood. But if it was between Back for Blood and like a new Left for Dead, I'd pick a new Left for Dead. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking I'd like the Left 4 Dead series better. Uh, I would definitely take a remake of Left 4 Dead 2 or, like Mark said, a sequel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like I said, this is going to be perfect for if you, you know, you got a group of people that just want to slay zombies. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I guess it's a good thing, though, that, that it does feel, it does feel distinct and doesn't feel like just a failed sequel for left for dead does that make sense yeah i see 
the reason I would say if it was between just a remake and Back for Blood, I'd pick Back for Blood because I, I like, you know, I've played Left for Dead a lot over the years. And so this kind of feels like Left for Dead with kind of like a different lens over, you know, like, you yeah. know, for lens, like with the card system they have, like, I, I kind of like that a lot. Um, so it's kind of, you know, it's not, it's kind of like Left for Dead with some like modern enhancements. Okay. How's the community so far? You know, actually, you know what? Uh, very, very different than Left 4 Dead 2. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's what curious. <laughs> so uh, me and a buddy that were playing Swarm earlier, the, the one thing, okay, I will say I do not like this. You're in multiplayer. Your mic is always on. So like, as soon as you join a, a public game, like people can hear you talking, even if you're in an Xbox party, and I do not like that. Oh, that sucks. Can you can't turn it off. That's no, weird. You, you can't turn it off. You can just turn your like your headset volume and your mic volume all the way down in game. That's weird. Yeah, I I hate it when games do that. Um, but so I I'd forgotten about that in between games. So we got into another game, and when you're playing as like the cleaners before the rider or the uh, ridden can spawn, there's like a scavenge period for the cleaners to find mm-hmm. like guns and stuff. Um, and that there's like a time period of everyone choosing their cards, and then that stops. And then the scavenge period, and then this, then that stops. Then the ridden can spawn. Um, so, we, I was running around the map, and it was during like the the first period before scavenge. And um, but I, this is like the first game, so I was like looking around for boxes, and I was like, dude, are there, is there not a scavenge period? And a dude was like, oh no, bro, you just have to wait the 18 seconds. It's all good. Like totally different. Than Left for Dead too. Oh, okay. That's good. That's that's a positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I'm getting hung out to dry. Yeah. So <laughs> for being new. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, Ryan, what else you been playing? Well, let's start with the. Uh, I got one game I I purchased. I haven't put a lot of time in. Uh, Insurgency Sandstorm, uh, which is, you know, a Call of Duty-like game, but a little more realism. Uh, So basically, you know, you get shot and you die, you're out for a while. It's not like an instant respawn. Uh, But I I don't have a lot of time in it, about maybe two hours or so. So that's that's a pretty fresh game. So I'll have some more info on that one in the coming episodes. Uh, But I got it on PC, and the visuals on it are... Pretty fantastic, actually. Pretty impressed with it. Um, I haven't heard much about this one. Was this like a just a game you picked up on sale, or is it something you've been following for a minute? No, um, actually, my father-in-law recommended it, and he said, basically, if you buy, if he buys it, will I buy it? And I said, well, sure, why not? Um, so, no, not a lot of details on it. Okay, um, just kind of when he was kind of overlooking i think mark looked at it a few times as well um so i don't have a ton of details on it uh like i said i've just kind of started it but it takes some getting used to i mean you your loadouts are pretty realistic you know compared to like a call of duty game right so you can't you can't tote around 240 pounds of gear right it's more tactical than you know yeah that's cool. It looks pretty good. I'm sitting here looking at some screenshots. Yeah. yeah it's I don't one know. of those when you it's like one of those uh when you die in a match, you're dead for the whole round, you're right? Just right? Or or uh you have to the team has to like fulfill an objective for you to respawn, right, Ryan? 
That's right. Yeah. Kind of so like depending on what kind of game you're Counter playing. <sighs> yeah, I played the first one um, a lot, and then I actually the night Ryan bought this, me and like he said, uh, his father-in-law, my dad. Um, we all kind of bought it together and I was at my parents' house. So we were all installing at the same time, but me and my dad were running off the same network and they finished like Ryan and my dad were done for like, like, I don't know, an hour before I was. Oh, God. And then my laptop couldn't even run it. Like, geez. So I had, to, I had to refund it. Yep. Yeah. I got like 20 minutes of Bruh. gameplay. Man, you had to wait an hour just to figure out you couldn't play it. Yep. That stinks. <laughs> That's awful. It's good times. It's good times. Nice. Sorry, Mark. It's all good. We all we all had to pay our dues. Yeah. Yeah. One day. One day. That's what I, that's what gets me through. I'm just buying like a bunch of indie games and stuff right now that I know my laptop can handle. And one day I'll be running these like the Witcher threes. And... Yep. You'll well, take that laptop out back and just shoot it. Yeah, I'll put it down. I'll give it yeah. a merciful death. I mean, it, it hasn't done me too wrong. I've learned where where it can and can't go. Yeah, you, you you've uh, decided to coexist. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's almost like a, uh, it, uh, I don't know, like, but not like an antagonistic relationship. It's like a, no, it's like, like a dysfunctional relationship. Yeah, like we clearly don't get along. But yeah, there's something there. Yeah. Well, then, Mark, I have a game for you. All right. Uh-oh. So the game I put the most time in this week is Timberborn, which we kind of touched on this one. I think uh, was it last episode? We talked a little bit about it last like episode, it. but I don't had any of us played it at that no. point. No, okay. So yeah, I want. Uh, I'm interested. I want to hear about this. Okay, so basically, uh, people are dead, and now beavers have taken <laughs> over, right? <Okay. laughs> yeah, and it's a city building game, and it's more of a a strategy game, I think. Uh, but just so you guys know, it has uh, 4,200 reviews on Steam, and it is overwhelmingly positive. And okay. I overwhelmingly agree. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Hey, uh, man, Ryan you... with the puns tonight. Yeah, really. He's on his game tonight. Yeah, that's right. Digging it. Uh, it is an early access game, so there's more to come on it. So that's pretty exciting. But do you guys play Banished? Very little. Uh, yes. Hours. That's the one where you had... Like, it's super hard to survive the winter, right? Right. Yeah. So, this game is, like, banished with beavers. Um, <laughs> if so, what happens is basically you're a, you're beaver, you're a beaver city. You're and, the boss beaver. Yeah, and you run the city, and Mr. you beaver. have to survive when the droughts come. <laughs> Dr. Beaver. <laughs> okay, so you're, you're surviving. So, are you, so, are you living in, like, a... Like, is your city built on, like, a waterway? Yes. Okay. Your city's built on a waterway, and basically you have to stockpile water, food, and whatever else you may need to survive the droughts. And what it does is, like, you have – you never know when the droughts are coming until it's, like, right beforehand. It gives you, like, a small warning. But basically, Mm -hmm. at that point, say you start out, and it's going to be, like, a two-day drought. And then, you know, two days go by, you have your drought, uh, and then you're back to normal. And it gets longer, like, every time. So, you know, I've got to where the droughts are, like, seven or eight days. Yikes. And it's pretty nuts. But, like, you can build dams to, like, kind of hold water. You know, you can build, like, storage 
basically like storage buckets and stuff that you can keep the water in. It's pretty wild. It's one of those games that you you kill off beavers because you didn't, you know, harvest enough food, and then you're like, oh, I should have done this, and it just keeps you keeps you hooked. So That's is cool. it is it hard? I know we talked about it a little bit over the weekend, I think, um, and you had mentioned the droughts being difficult, but uh, have you played it more since then, where it's changed? You know, it's gotten a little easier. Or... Yeah, it's gotten easier, uh, but it's just so satisfying to build a city because you can like stack it and layer it, and you know, it, it has a lot of different ways to manage the city. Yeah, it's definitely unique. I it mean, is very unique. Yes, that's uh, that's one thing I think the steam like store is that is the best like gaming store there's just so many unique and you know like hidden gems like that yeah it's always exciting too to find one that's you haven't heard about and then it turns out being number one you know good but number two super unique in in what it offers Yeah, but like I said, it's one of those games that just hooks you. Yeah, it's one of those, you know, you, you could have done it better, so you, you redo it, and then you, next thing you know, uh, you have it for a few days, and you got 12 hours in. So. There you go. Timberborn. So you think it's a buy? It's a buy. It's a cool. buy at 25 bucks. Yep. That's what it is right now. It's worth it. Do they have a roadmap posted, or is it just sort of thing that they just update when they, when they post a uh... – when they post a patch um nah i don't think it does okay yeah i don't see anything on it so go for it it's cool worth it. and if it's already overwhelming overwhelmingly positive hopefully it only improves from now yeah it should because i imagine they can just keep adding different things to right it, you know as long as they don't you know screw up one thing that's working right yeah, don't mess with the core mechanics. Right. I've seen that happen quite a few times. Yeah. But what about you guys? What you been playing? Mike, I'm I'm pretty interested to hear about Disco Elysium. Okay. If you want to take it yeah. away. Yeah, I'll talk about uh Disco Elysium. It's um it is a it is a very unique game. Um I'll put it that way. Uh, so you play a detective uh, who wakes up with zero memory of who you are, what you're supposed to be doing, or even like what the world is that you're in. Like you don't know your address or anything, right? So it's interesting because it puts you and your character kind of on the same footing. Um, and as you're playing through the game, uh, you m learn more and more about the world Uh at the same time as trying to solve um, murders. It basically it's a detective RPG. Um, and you've got like your, your normal abilities, like, you know, hand-eye coordination, strength and things like that to help you, you know, um, do physical things or shoot or whatever. But you also have these like supernatural abilities that are, that are kind of like, I guess they're kind of like magic. Um, they let you like tap into the city and like, and like detect like memories of the city. Um, there's another one that lets you like kind of like go into detective mode, Batman style and reconstruct a crime scene in your head 
and it kind of shows it on the on the map that you're playing um and all that's really cool the uh, investigations are really awesome but where the game totally shines uh is the characters like every character that you run into and can and can talk to and have like a meaningful interrogation with they're all unique they all have like distinct personalities um you'll remember certain people um you'll keep coming back to them um it's just it's a really good story-based rpg something that that i dig a lot um right now i'm playing through with a high intelligence build um just because i like being able to unlock all the extra lore things just so i know i can learn more about the world than next time i'll play like a you know like a dumb brute or something but um yeah right now I, i'm loving it i haven't got that much time in it um but what i have in it i really really like so what platform do you get this on uh, i got it for pc um they just released it for uh consoles and switch um but they had uh, and i i purchased the final cut and that's what they released on console and switch but um uh it, it was also on sale on Steam. I think it was like 45% off. So yeah. I just went ahead and bought it. It was it's been on my wish list for over a year. Um, I think it's come on sale before, but I just I probably had my eye on something else at the time. And I finally said, I need to try this. I've heard too many good things about it. Um, yeah, and it's really good. Uh the the uh, final cut also includes a ton of new um voice acting so a lot of the a lot of the extra reading you have to do is now fully voiced which is really cool um but yeah i'm i'm really liking it so did you buy the bundle that has like the art book and the soundtracks did you just buy the, the game no i just bought the game i didn't know how much i was actually gonna like you know the soundtrack or whatever um, yeah so i just got the game but uh the game itself is definitely worth buying um i think it's on sale was it until the 18th yeah i'm looking okay. at the page now yeah so it's on sale <laughs> until october 18th of 2001 um and uh, if you're interested in rpgs especially story-based rpgs pick it up it's really good so far i haven't got super super far in it um but it it immediately pulled me in it's a very unique world yeah, i'll probably buy it while it's on sale definitely yeah, it's it's good, uh, and it's it's genuinely funny. Um, there's a lot of really really funny uh, moments in it, just at the beginning. So I'm sure it, it's just as as funny all the way through. It's also got some dark stuff in it though too. It's pretty impressive that this is like an open world. Yeah, I mean you you have basically freedom of of uh, a couple uh, blocks of a city. You walk around like it's is full of characters you can interrogate. Um, it's really neat. Mark, so, good news. This looks like your your laptop should be able to run it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> Shouldn't cause me too many problems. Got pretty low requirements here. So um, so not to go off on a quick not to go off on a you know tangent, that's but fine. Speaking of the uh, of this soundtrack, let me think. Um, so I think I've talked about it before, but the, the new remakes of Final Fantasy 1 through 6 that I bought, um, it actually comes with a soundtrack or quote unquote a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was looking through the other day and found it. And this soundtrack that it supposedly includes is three songs. Oh, 
come on <laughs> three songs yeah so uh to anyone who might be thinking about yikes buying that bundle and the soundtrack being the deciding factor uh don't do it yeah don't don't let the soundtrack be the deciding factor <laughs> those, you could probably listen to those songs on soundcloud be 100 percent honest with you yeah he probably could um you know that wasn't you know a factor for me when i bought them so i usually don't really listen to video game right. soundtracks uh but yeah the other day i was just curious and um found them and i mean the, the three songs are really good uh but oh yeah the downside of that is it makes me wish i had the whole thing you had more of them yeah i was gonna say man final fantasy soundtrack is perfect for when you're like studying or something it's just relaxing enough yeah it's great so but yeah not to go off on anything but a little update there you go well we appreciate the update as <laughs> all i'm here for so I do have, I'll, I'll talk, I'll go ahead and talk about the other game I've been playing. I've I only have gotten about two hours in it, uh, but it is really weird. Um, I think I mentioned last time that I'm going to try to play like a weird game each week to bring to you guys. And uh, this one was also on Game Pass and the game is called Procession to Calvary. Um, have either of you guys heard of this game? I have it installed. This game is so weird, so weird. All right, so you all are... played it, Mike, uh, Mark, or just downloaded it? Uh, I have not played it, but the I, I kind of know some of the weirdness and like the images and the trailer are what made me download it. It's okay. so funny. I don't know about it, so give me the details on it. It is hilarious. It's like playing through a Monty Python animation. Like it's all historical art with period music and it's the entire game is like a big meme joke so i'm sure you've seen the memes have got like historical art or like somebody making a face and then there's like a like a modern translation um, right that's that's basically what this game is and you're you're making your way through these like historical paintings and it's almost kind of like a point and click adventure game where you have to find things to to unlock new areas um but it is hilarious it's it's written like like a Monty Python skit. Um, you're, you're going after uh, this guy named Heavenly Peter, uh, and you are, <laughs> you are serving a new king. His name is Immortal John. Um, Immortal John uh, was, was named Immortal John because he followed Heavenly Peter, and he made him perform this thing called the Leap of Faith, and he, he landed in a passing uh, uh, hay wagon and survived. Um, it's just it's ridiculous the whole game is ridiculous um so but really really funny is is this on game pass or did you buy it it's on game pass okay yeah i don't know if i'd buy this game it's 10 bucks uh, but, I've, but i've only played you know a couple hours so but it is funny i just don't i don't know how many times you could replay it you know what i mean yeah so apparently there's a joe richardson bundle and there's three games that are pretty similar it looks like Okay, well, this is the first one I've played of uh, his, and uh, yeah, it's it's bonkers. Yeah, the other ones are looks like that. This one is the newest one that you're talking about. Yeah, it's it was definitely worth the download, though. It I I did enjoy the time I put into it. The achievements are the memes that you were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole game is it's just a big joke. Which I which I uh I do appreciate. 
Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, Mark, uh, you'll have to give us your opinion next week. Yeah, yeah. If yeah I, please play it, Mark, and, and let me know because it, it is truly bizarre. Like, I don't want to really talk about it in case people want to play it because it kind of experiencing these scenes firsthand is what makes it funny. So I don't want to spoil anything. But next week we'll talk about it, Mark. Yeah, we'll, we'll have compare, a compare notes on it, but yeah, it's it's so it's so weird. Let's uh, let's say now that this week is the spoiler warning for next week. Yeah, so next week, if you want to if you want to play through Procession to Calvary, uh, do so before listening to next week's episode. We probably we won't get into like super super duper yeah. spoiler territory because I definitely won't finish it by then. But um, just know that we we'll, we will be talking about specific scenes. The one in my mind is the boatman scene. And you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, Mark, when you get there. All right, I'll keep an eye out. <clears throat> I'm interested. Is that it for you, Mike? That's it, yeah. Unfortunately, I've had uh, kind of a busy week, um, so I haven't had a lot of time to game. But uh, I did get two games in, and they were both quality. So uh, That's quality over quantity, man. Yeah. So uh, I got – I got quite a bit in this week. Um, if you guys, if either one of you guys ever played the game, the, the Outer Worlds. Yeah, I got it uh, on Game Pass a while back. Okay, so uh, I, that's I dove into that this week. Um, you know, I, I was we planned to fall in New Vegas, and I know the Outer Worlds was made by Obsidian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just figured I'd give it a crack, and I got it off Game Pass as well. Um, I, I don't even really know how to describe the story for anyone who hasn't played it. Uh, I'm I'm not super far in, um, but the one thing that stood out to me that I that I wanted to talk about for this game uh, is the um the worship of Saltuna. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I know you said you like to go through like the lore and explore the universe and stuff. So when you played it, did you? go through like the terminals and stuff that you would find in buildings yeah did you happen to find one in the first town in emerald vale that you go to um that was titled ideas for saltuna light taglines <laughs> no i don't remember this one so i wrote down a couple of the ones that, that stood out to me this isn't all of them um the first one is it's brine time okay. uh now with a satisfying crunch of cartilage. Oh God! <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. And then the last one I, I wrote down is uh, the Saltuna will thank you, and in parentheses it says, "Warning: may cause auditory hallucinations." <laughs> so oh, that's funny. I've had a great time with yeah, this that, game. That game is great. Yeah, um, the the writing is really it's just typical Obsidian. Yeah. Yeah. And, and some of the like choices you have to make in quests like really made you think yeah um yeah i haven't got like i haven't got too far but i will say like a lot of them but they you know the fallout games are pretty pretty black and white you know i mean <laughs> you, you know allow a town to have a water source or or you know deny a water source the entire town yeah you know, type of things but the choices in in outer worlds are are i mean there's definitely a like an evil choice yep. but when you think about like what you're trying to do sometimes you have to make that evil choice or people won't play ball with you 
Um, so it, yeah, it's, I, I, I thought it had some really meaningful choices. Yeah. I, um, I've definitely had those moments where it's like, hmm, what do I want to do here? Whereas in fallout, you kind of, like you said, you can kind of go in with an idea of the character you want to play and you right. don't really have those moments of which, which choice would my character make? Uh, it's kind of presented for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also thought it was really cool. Um, it's just a small thing, uh, but I'm a massive Beatles fan. I have a Beatles tattoo. I have Beatles posters. I, I mean, I'm a huge Beatles fan. Um, and one of the side quests is um, called Happiness is a Warm Spaceship, uh, mm-hmm. in which you have to fix the uh, radiators and everything on, on the ground Baker spaceship. That's like a central hub. But playing on the Beatles song, Happiness is a Warm Gun. Um, so as a Beatles fan, that got a got a few brownie points from me. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, just for that alone, uh, definitely buy, buy the Outer Worlds for sixty dollars if you're a Beatles fan. Sixty dollars. Think it's worth it? I'm just, I'm just kidding. But I don't know. I actually, um, I don't know that I would pay sixty for it. But it's kind of hard to say when you've already got it for free. Yeah, it's true. Um, I remember when I was playing it, it's been, God, it's probably been a couple of years. I mean, it was like, it was either pre-pandemic or right at it when I started playing this game. Have they, have you noticed any like, um, like, uh, technical glitches in the game? I remember having some crashes when I played it. Uh, no, the game has worked fine for me, but, okay. uh, I'm also playing it on the series X. Right. See, I, yeah, I think I was playing it on. I guess my one X before I got my new one. So I, maybe I need to re-download it and try it again. Yeah. I think if, if you, where you had to see these X, I think it, it should run fine. I would think it would run fine. I mean, I haven't yeah. had any problems with it. I got my, so I, I, last time I played it was when it was day one download on game pass. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so it's, it's been, been a minute. minute. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I, I'm really liking it. It's got, I think it, like it has like over overall positive reviews on steam. Um, but uh, I know a couple of people were saying that uh, the writing never really feels like it matters and uh, it's not as deep as I, everyone compares. I feel like everyone compares every Obsidian game after Fallout New Vegas to Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, I mean, that's like a high watermark of the company that you can't lightning don't strike twice, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I've I was playing Fallout some this week. I wasn't going to talk about it, but uh because I mean, I didn't really do anything, but um, just talking to like the faction, the kings. I've never really done their storyline. Yeah. Um. And and I've been spending some more time before. I haven't even made it into the strip yet, and I'm like level thirteen. I've just been spending like a lot of time around free side, kind of seeing you know doing things that I've never done through any playthrough. So uh, kind of seeing more and more of how how good the writing actually was in that game. Right. And, and you're right. You just can't compare it. Yeah. The kings. They were the Elvis impersonators, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> i yeah. love that that's such a funny gimmick i yeah i love that and i love that they don't even know who like El, like they, yeah. they don't know the that king. who do you mean exactly yeah. <laughs> um but yeah dude, dude i forgot that game like not to go on about new vegas but that game has like a a, a difficulty like increase oh, when, on yeah. the other side of like when on the like north um west side of the map uh, yep. on, behind freeside oh my gosh legion that's a that's an in-game area yeah dude like i got the quest to take rex to get his brain fixed 
Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'll just wander over there. No problem, dude. Cazadors Wrong. and Legion <laughs> Assassins, bro. You, you can't do it at level 13. Right. Um, but yeah. Uh, so played that. Um, played a little bit of Titan Quest. Have you, you guys ever played this? Man, I played that game. It's been a, it's been a while. I've, I've snagged it, but I haven't played it yet. I've it's, got it in the account. I will say, and I don't know if it holds up, but when I played it years ago, I liked it. Well, the two hours that I put into it four days ago, I like it too. Okay, awesome. Uh, it's hard though. Well, it's not, it's not hard, but it's 15 years old and some of the things that like a game might, maybe I'm soft. Uh, but some of the games, some, something that I feel like a game might tell <laughs> Too you self. today, this game does not, or, right. or it's not very clear. Like I didn't even know how to use my skills. Like I chose the nature skill to have like a wolf companion and be able yeah. to heal. Um, and it, it's, it's not very clear on how you use those. So I had to like go to like the, the steam forms and stuff, but, um, but playing an ARPG set in ancient Greece is really cool. Yeah. Uh, how can you, how can you hate on that? Yeah, I mean, it's not. It, it's something I didn't. Even, I didn't even know I wanted. Um, Does this one come with the uh, DLCs, or is this just the base game? I think this is just the base game. It doesn't. What's the the DLC? Something the Immortal Throne or so, something. So, well, there's Titan Quest. Uh, I think it's like Titan Quest uh, Ragnarok. Um, oh, and Atlantis. Titan Quest Atlantis. Yeah. No, it this one does it does it might the version that was free didn't come with it. It's just I think it's just I got you. Quest. But it's, it's the a, anniversary, it's an anniversary edition. edition, right? Yeah, so that I think that it's just I, on the Steam page it says that it just has restored improved multiplayer functionality, um, Steam achievements, reduced cheating. So I think it just has some quality of life Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I actually really liked this game. I, uh, I started out with like a sword and shield and then kind of switched once I figured out how to use my skills, I switched to bow and arrow, um, and let my wolf do all the, the, <laughs> right. the, the melee damage. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but, and I also, I was kind of impressed that like of the characters that you can talk to, they're all voice, they all have voice acting. Uh, so it's pretty, I was kind of impressed with that. Yeah. Especially for, for an action RPG that usually is not that's not a focus. Yeah. Especially um, from and, 2006. And it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's not like bad voice acting by any means. I mean, um, you know, I, I'm not very far. I, I haven't I'm actually uh, at the Spartan camp that you go to after you leave the first town to speak with Leonidas. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a Cenotaur I have to fight, but this dude you like go to attack him and he calls in like six other centaurs and they just like stomp you in like two seconds. So kind of gave up, but, but pretty good game. Okay. Uh, much, much better than I was expecting to be honest. Uh, I'm going to mention, I know this, we, no one's ever played this probably because it is, it is older, but do you guys remember a game that came out in 2008 and Titan quest reminded me of it. It was called rise of the Argonauts. Uh, it nope. sounds familiar. Doesn't doesn't ring a bell for me. Okay, it was a it was like an action RPG. Uh, yes, I do remember this game where it was like you played as Jason, um, and you like had a 
you could collect it a party of of uh heroes from across like greek myth like you get hercules on your team and um man i'd i'd love to see this come back yeah i always wanted to i remember always seeing this game and always wanting to check it out but i was never sure i would actually like it right i think i rented it once (laughs) but man i think about it a lot I haven't thought about that game in years. I know. Titan Quest reminded me of it. I was like, what is that name of that game? Blast from the past right there. Yep. Well, you know me. I got to bring up the old ones. It's always welcome. Um, <clears throat> the last game I played for the week, uh, I think I mentioned last week on the podcast as well, uh, put some more time into Spellcaster University. Nice. Uh, with, all your, got- with all your uh, poor students. Yeah, uh, this time we uh, we tightened the ship down a little this time. Um, so we closed the doors on Gandalf the White University. <laughs> Get uh, out of here. Spent some time thinking of a good wizardy sounding name. Uh, decided to combine our three last names. So we had McDermott's Magical Institute of the Mag- of the Magical Arts. Or, I can't remember. I that's remember pretty McDermore. good. That's a pretty McDermore. good name. I like it. Yeah, that's thank a you. Pretty fellas. good name. Um, I'm and, actually impressed. Well, let me tell you, we thrived. Um, <laughs> we we had to, it was it was a little iffy in the beginning as I was still figuring some stuff out. But um, basically, as you play, um, so you got to keep you, you got you you earn prestige points, and you do that by basically like either helping the king, um, or or not helping the orcs or the evil overlord that's coming to attack the village um, at the end of the game. Um, and and having rich students and making your school pretty and so that basically helps your reputation and then you have this guinea pig like this magical guinea pig that can go around to the different areas and towns so like there's like the adventurers guild who can um give you like money or uh, if you have like a good relationship with them like um basically it, it, you, there's like a relationship system and i can't remember which ones each ones do like i know if you have a good relationship with the townspeople you're staff costs like 30 percent less um so once i started to figure that stuff out i could figure out how to stop losing so much gold um because some teachers will be like unionized and you know that makes them cost more (laughs) that's the dream um (laughs) yeah right um and then like they it's actually pretty deep like so your teachers can be uh you know good neutral chaotic evil all these things they can have a a good pedagogy a a bad um an adequate and they have traits that either like hurts or uh helps the way they're teaching and the students and you're basically trying to get all of your students you know have as many students as you can graduate and be like powerful magical users um and so most of the time i I think that you're supposed to like kind of focus in on one school of magic and then there's like four five uh so i just focused on arcane magic but basically anytime like a student is learning arcane magic in an arcane room like a uh, uh i think they call them like an elementorium or something um mm-hmm. you generate mana so then you can buy these cards to then play you play these cards and that like is how you expand your school with either a room um or like your dorms or, or, or uh, cafeterias um and and each school of magic has its own specific cards um so kind of once you start figuring all of that out you can really get your school going um and and they're pretty quick 
games. Like I, I played a game start to finish in two hours and then the evil guy, the evil overlord like attacks and you have to like, co- like move your school and you can select a different part of the map to put your school or, and that's when you see like the new areas you've unlocked. Like I think I unlocked the desert and uh, the mountains or something like that. And uh, so it becomes kind of like a deck builder. Like when you're fighting him with cards, is that what your is that what the cards do, or they just give you like your school boot uh, buffs? It's it's more like your school buffs. So okay. like uh, like they'll have like like there's like a card to for dormitory. So you put that down, and you get like a, a dormitory room. Oh, I got you. Okay, um, but then there's also some like like uh, pets. Like there's like a a fawn that you could have that you could play, and it like walks around your school. And anytime it's in a room, anytime it wanders into a room with students. It like lowered their stress and and their hunger and everything. And then there's some that helped them like, like I had a um a library, and because I wanted my school to be arcane focused, I had like, like a magic orb set yeah. in there. And so anytime any students were working in the library, it like boosted um their their efficiency in learning arcane magic. So I was that like it boosted how much mana I was generating. So then I could buy more cards. That's cool. Yeah. And then there's also decks you can like a uh, cards you can buy with gold. Um, but every time you buy anything, any of the cards in any, in any of the magic schools with gold, it increases in price each time. So you kind of have like, to be strategic. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're impacting the market with your purchases. Yeah. Only it never gets cheaper. Yeah. It never, it never goes down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's actually a really cool game. Um, and I'm intrigued. Yeah. I think either one of you would probably like it. And I'm not, I don't know either one of y'all would. You know, it's not, I don't know if it's a game you would like dig deep into, but it's it's fun to throw some hours into. You know, just just kind of play. Interesting. Very nice. I have one quick update to make about Rise of the Argonauts. Mark, I'm about to make your make your night. All right. It is included with EA Play, so if you have if you have Game Pass Ultimate with PC, you can play it for free on PC. Oh wow! So you just like go through like the Xbox app on PC uh on yeah it's well i think you have to you can either go through the app or you you have to download the ea app and then just sign in with your xbox um oh okay stuff but yeah it is on there and if you don't have it you'd like to buy it it's 9.99 on steam that's actually pretty cool though that they would include that on ea play yeah yeah one of those like games i hadn't thought about in forever and it's actually on ea play it's pretty cool uh well, let me throw this out there too for, for kind of game niche games uh, for the week. The game Death Trash uh, looks pretty sweet. Death uh, Trash. Yeah, I won't go too deep into it since we're getting close to the okay. end. Maybe I'll bring it up deeper next week. But yeah, for anyone out there that wants to look into it, it's pretty new. It's early access, but <clears throat> I've had it on my wish list since Whoa. before it came out. This looks wild. <clears throat> it's like a people say it's like a mix of Fallout One. Uh, and two, yeah, this looks insane. Whoa, yeah, so it looks a little different, but I'll 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 at least leave my part on that one. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about this next week. That's that's a crazy looking game. Keeping us on our toes. That's right. Tune in to find out more about Death Trash yeah, and Death uh, Trash Procession to Calvary next week. There you go. Very nice. Man, it was a good week. Indeed. It was indeed. 
We knew it. We called it at the beginning. Yeah, you guys did. You guys did. That was a that was a total intuition, and I'm here for it. Wow. Fellas, well, look forward to seeing you again next week. Absolutely. Bigger, better, and better. If you liked what you heard this week and you'd like to support us a little bit more, you can go to patreon.com slash digital theory podcast and show us some love. We would surely appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Yep. Talk to you in a bit. Okay. Bye.